As I mentioned, today is the memorial of St. John Chrysostom. Has anyone heard of him before? St. John Chrysostom. Mm-hmm. St. John Chrysostom. He was a bishop, and he is revered as a doctor of the church. Doctor of the church is kind of the highest regard. I mean, in a sense, to be a saint, to be a canonized saint, is the highest regard. But doctors of the church, not only are they saints, but they're also recognized for being great teachers of the faith. So, of course, the word doctor really means teacher. Can you hear me okay? I probably need to speak up a little bit, huh? I try to, I try to speak up a little more. So, doctor, so St. John Chrysostom was a doctor of the church. And here's, a, here's just a short little biography on him. Because, you know, the saints, they are alive. They lived here on earth a long time ago. But they died and they went to heaven. And so they're very much alive, which means that they can help us in our journey. They can help us to get to heaven and to end up in heaven with them. So that's why we venerate the saints. That we, that's why we learn about the saints. So St. John Chrysostom was born in Antioch about the year 349, long time ago. After an extensive education, he embraced a life of asceticism. Asceticism, do we know what asceticism is? Saying no to the extra things of the world, extra pleasures, extra comforts. Saying no to those things in order to be closely united with God. He embraced a life of asceticism. He was ordained a priest and distinguished himself by his preaching, which achieved great spiritual results among his hearers. And in fact, the word Chrysostom, St. John Chrysostom, that's not really his last name. That's more like a nickname. It's a Greek word that means what? Does anybody know? Christ-like. Christ-like, and more precisely, it means golden tongue. Golden tongue, or golden mouth. Because when he preached, gold came out of his mouth. In other words, really good preaching came out of his mouth. Really solid gems of the Word of God came out of his mouth. He was elected bishop of Constantinople in 397 and proved himself a capable pastor committed to reforming the life of the clergy and of the faithful. Twice he was forced into exile by the hatred of the imperial court. And I think one reason that he can help us here, especially here at Lincoln Court, especially those of you folks that live here, is sometimes it feels like you're in exile, doesn't it? Feels like you've been, sometimes, is that what you said? Would you agree? Yeah. And we hear from the words of our Lord, some consoling words here too. It says, blessed are you who are poor, blessed are you who are hungry, blessed are you who are weeping, blessed are you when people hate you or when they exclude you or insult you. So the saints are those that, have, that know this really well. They, went, they experienced this in their lives as well. And so he was forced into exile by hatred of the imperial court and the envy of his enemies. After he had completed his difficult labors, he died on September 14th, 1407. So tomorrow will be the, the anniversary of his death. His preaching and writing explained Catholic doctrine, doctrine and presented the ideal Christian life. And the ideal Christian life is to be one with Christ. And of course, Christ himself was exiled and he was persecuted and he was scourged. And he was finally crucified. 
And so when we think of the times in our lives when we're going through these really extreme hardships, that's when we can be really close with Christ. That's why the Christian life, that's why Christ talks about, if you want to be my disciple, pick up your cross and follow me. Of course, we all have our crosses in life. And it's not just pick up your cross because there's something better on the other side. No, it's pick up your cross because when we pick up our crosses, we're really close to Christ. We're really close to Christ. And the saints can give us an example of that as well. So Christ says, Blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. So really hear this being spoken to you, and I'll conclude here. Christ is saying this to you personally. Blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are you who are now hungry, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who are now weeping, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude and insult you, and denounce your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. So Christ is saying to each and every one of us, Blessed are you, because I, Christ, am with you.